Good morning, everybody. Yes, we turn our eyes to the Lord, eh? Despite everything that is happening around us, and there are so many things that are happening all around us, and we can so easily be distracted. But let's focus on Him this morning. Let's allow Him to have His way with us and take His rightful place in our lives. Uh, welcome, one and all. Those who haven't be, we haven't seen for a while, welcome. Those who are visitors with us here this morning, uh, we have two. It's, it's uh, Ivor and uh, I've forgotten your name now. Yeah? What you get? Fernando, yeah, Fernando. I want to welcome you and uh, may we just be blessed as we fellowship together. Uh, anybody else here who needs, we need to welcome. We would just want to say welcome, those who are back, and as I said, and, uh, and from the holidays and the breaks, and uh, we also know that others are going on a break again, but this morning, we, after our service, let's not forget this, we're having our AGM, and, uh, um, but before we do so, let's just commit ourselves to the Lord again in prayer. Father, bless us today. Go before us today. Meet with us in a very special way today. You are aware of everything, Lord. You are fully aware of what has been going on in our lives, and nothing is hidden from you. There are no secrets with you, Lord. And Lord, in the midst of everything that has been happening, you have been the one surrounding us with your presence. You have been the one guiding us and directing us every step of the way. And Lord, it is so worth it to trust you. It is worth it to lean on you. Lord, it is worth it when we see how you come through for us. Often, Lord, we, we wonder whether things are happening and then suddenly you come through. You make a way. You step in, and we honor you for that, Lord. And each one of us as families, Lord, it's been a challenging year for all of us. But, Lord, you've kept us. You've been with us. You've carried us. You've taken us for Jesus beyond even the challenge that is there. You've grown us, Lord. You've developed us, and we honor you for that. And we pray this morning that as we look to you and give thanks to you, that you will just encourage us and bless our hearts today as we focus on you and turn our eyes on you. Won't you bless our, the word this morning? Won't you bless our service further, Lord? And we pray that you will just continue with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's turn to First Peter. We're going to zero into the Word of God immediately. First Peter chapter 1, and we're only going to read, focus on one verse here this morning, verse 3 of First Peter chapter 1. title of the message is Igniting a Spark of Inspiration in a Hostile World. Are you still igniting a spark wherever you go this morning, despite the hostility, despite the challenges, despite the uncertainty? Are you still igniting a spark for the Lord? Let's read together just the third verse there of 1 Peter chapter 1. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You know, last week we read a few things there and we saw a lot of theology, but this verse is such a lot of theology as well. But as we focus on this here this morning, I pray that we will honor the Lord regardless of what is going on around us. Igniting a spark of inspiration in our star world. Now, I shouldn't say it so, so, you know, so nonchalantly. Isn't it true? I should say it with enthusiasm. I should say it with gusto. I should say it with, you know, with passion. Isn't it true? Igniting a spark of inspiration in a hostile world. Let us remember who wrote this passage. Who was it? It was Peter himself. Eh? His name was Simon or Peter, one of the best friends of Jesus, one of the best disciples of Jesus. Exactly what pers- uh, personality type was he? He was someone who often got caught up in the excitement of the moment and who wanted everyone else to feel that way too. That was Peter. Everybody had to feel the way he felt. He was bold. He was original, but also a little unfocused. Did you hear that? A little unfocused. What is important to know about Peter is that he failed. He choked when it really mattered. If you talk to Peter about the biggest regret, you would have to admit that at the, at the, moment, at the moment when it mattered, he denied Jesus, not only once, but three times. He became a broken man after this happened. He lost hope in Jesus and in himself. He just lost hope. But let's fast forward this 30 years later. That's all we can do. We can just fast forward it. 30 years later, he wrote the words we just read. He became a key leader in the church. Not only that, but he was filled with hope even when facing adversity. As Peter wrote these words, he and other followers of Jesus were at the margins, what we call today, at the margins of society. They were being maligned, falsely accused, and ostracized. They were being abused by overbearing bosses. You can read about that in chapter 2, verse 18 of this book. They were threatened by unbelieving spouses. You can read about it in chapter 3, verses 1 and 6. And, they, and ridiculed by skeptical neighbors and associates. You can read about that in chapter 4, verse 14 here. The possibility of a much more violent form of persecution loomed on the horizon. Within a short time, some of them would be imprisoned and martyred. Peter himself would be crucified, as we know, upside down. Yet he still maintained his hope. Peter still maintained his hope. This morning we are focusing on the importance of this word, inspiration. How to be inspired, how to inspire others. The English word inspire means to breathe or to inhale. 
something that gives you oxygen, something that gives you inspiration to step out of your comfort zone. The word inspire comes from a Latin verb, which means to blow into, or upon, to breathe into. So the concept of being inspiring is the idea that my life would breathe life, as you have it in your notes, into yours. I'm asking you this morning, is your life breathing life into others? your inspiration breathing life into others are you you are like a breath of fresh air to others this morning or if i am being inspired by someone their life is breathing life into me are you inspired this morning have you ever been inspired in your life you know when you are inspired nothing holds you back Nothing stops you. Nobody, no, nothing that anybody says will keep you from fulfilling whatever you need to fulfill. And here we're dealing with champions, as we, uh, our theme for this, for, for, for the book of Peter. Firstly, champions ignite an attitude of gratitude for new beginnings. Verses 3a. And I want to read that for you, to you again. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy he has given us new birth. New birth. Champions ignite an attitude of gratitude for new beginnings. Peter starts with a doxology. How do you like that? He start, despite everything that's been happening there, he starts with a doxology. These Christians are going to be persecuted. Yet Peter says, let's pause right now. Before we say another word, and bless God. Let's bless the Lord. Psalm, the psalmist said in Psalm 34 verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. King James says, continually, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. What is there that you could bless the Lord for this morning? What is there that you are, uh, are in gratitude for this morning? As you think of what the Lord has done, as you think of your family, if you think of your health, think of your job that you have, if you think of the benefits that he has poured out on your life. When last have you and I just paused to say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your presence in my life. See, when you have a big problem, you are tempted to be caught up with that problem. Isn't it true? It dominates your mind. <laughs> you start obsessing about it and thinking that it is the worst thing that you have ever encountered. Isn't it true? We all of us feel that way. It seems so big. But put that into perspective this morning by comparing that with the Lord and His greatness and His immensity and His power and His wisdom 
compared with him this morning. Then no problem is too huge to be solved. Isn't that true? When God's great mercy and love reigns in us, it overpowers the whole that all the, the old things used to have on our lives. What are those old things that are having a hold on your life this morning? Uh, you know, it was David who said in Second Samuel 22 was uh, 22 was that he's the last, but he stoops down. He stoops down to make me great. When last have you encountered that where the Lord just condescends to right where you are, he stoops down, picks you up, and he makes you great? However, it must be, you know, when I think of this year, when, when, when the, the sin problem and the mess that, I've, that is in my life, when it is being overpowered, it must be cleaned up. And space needs to be made for the new things that God wants to do in us. It's this new birth we're talking about. A new beginning means that you allow God to demolish your past and make room for the future and the pre your present life as well. Some of you, you know, I love watching these uh, re renovation programs. Pauline and I enjoy watching it. And the one person that I enjoy watching is Chip Gaines. All of you watch that? Uh, Chip Gaines made the phrase, Demo Day. Famous in his in his show, Pixar, Pixar, you can watch it there on, on TV, but uh, you know, he made it famous, that you demolish everything. Demo day is when everything old is torn out, broken out and removed, often by brute force and not with much care, in order to make way for the new, both inside out. When God the Father comes into our lives, He does not simply overlook our sinful past. Instead, He forgives and removes whatever needs to be removed in our lives. Isn't that true? So He does not have power over us anymore. The East and West never meet. They never meet. If you are a Christian and a disciple of Christ, you can be confident in the fact that you have been forgiven and your sin has been removed as far as the east is from, from the west, according to Psalm 103 verse 12. God's amazing mercy and love wipes away our past. And that's, what, that's the thing about mercy that I love so much. Mercy is I, I deserve whatever comes my way, but I don't get it. I deserve to be punished. I deserved, deserve a prison sentence, but I don't get it. I want to say this. That's mercy. I deserve to be overlooked be forgotten about but it doesn't happen God's amazing mercy wipes away our past
redefines our present and gives us hope for the future. Psalm 51 verse 1 speaks about it's being blotted out. Whatever our sin is, when we come before the Lord and we confess it, He blots it out. He erases it. Instantly, He wipes it out. A new creation in Christ means that everything about me has changed. That's what Peter is talking about you to these believers. I'm igniting your attitude towards the Lord. He's saying, and he's saying to us as well, a new creation in Christ means that everything about me has changed. My language, my vocabulary, the things I used to talk about before, the way I spoke, my speech, those words that I used, that were not good words. They're no longer part of my vocabulary. My language changes. The old hangouts, they change as well. Where I used to hang out before, I don't hang out there anymore. The old sinful habits, they change. The things that I used to do, I don't do it anymore. And ways, I, and ways in which I have lived in the past, I just don't go there anymore because of what the Lord has done. I'm different. My character, my nature, my very soul has been changed. I'm a new person, not only on the outside, but on the inside. It's new, it's new, it's fresh. I think differently. I do not think like the rest of the world anymore. I see what is happening, but I don't think the way they think. My thoughts, my desires, my objectives, everything has changed. Now, isn't that a reason for us to be grateful this morning? Because that is what has happened when I came to the Lord, when you came to the Lord. Everything changed. I act differently. You cannot have a transformed mind without your actions following suit. When someone claims to have a transformed mind, their actions will match their claim. When there is a real transformation, everything about us changes. And that includes our actions. I perceive I see, I view things differently. And my life, in fact, is refreshingly different to what it used to be before. Isn't it true? That's what salvation is all about. And if you've ever heard about salvation, never heard about salvation, or never seen your salvation in that light, this Peter's just reminding us this is what the new birth is all about. It's a transformed life. It's a different life. I'm a champion in the Lord because of the new birth. It's the new birth that has made it possible. But then secondly, and then finally, that's our second point. We only have two points here this morning. Champions inspire us to persevere in spite of counter-influences. There's always counter-influences that we are faced with. Isn't it true? Peter tells us how to get through hardship. 
hard times, hard places here. The Christian life is not a stroll through the park. It is a long-distance marathon. And we are called to run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Hebrews 12, verse 1. Too many people, often quite gifted, and you've heard me say this before, accomplish much less than they could have accomplished, simply because they give up. Isn't it true? They buckle under. They cannot stand the pressure. Inspiration or encouragement has the sense of coming alongside of. It means coming close to someone's life, their struggles, their story. Galatians 6 verse 2 says that we bear one another's burdens. Encouragement is not distant. It is close. It is the voice that says, I relate. I understand. I have been there too. Sometimes a word of encouragement is all that stands between us and giving up. Isn't it true? Breaking down of simply living in misery and defeat. When last have you encouraged someone else this morning? It is sharing with others things I wish I had known when I started this journey, this walk with the Lord. By building them up. According to 1 Thessalonians 5.11. Building them up. I'm just sharing with them things that I've learned along this journey. I shared with others. They can see it in my walk with the Lord. And I'm sharing it with you. This is what Peter is saying here. Encouragement is much more than a compliment or a pat on the back. Isn't it true? I'm talking about encouragement and inspiration is similar, you know, similar. That's what we mean here. It literally means to urge forward. James 1 verses 2 and 3 speaks about it. Consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds, various trials in other words. For the testing of your face will develop perseverance in you. Without personal involvement, there can be no real influence. Personal involvement in the lives of others, you know. Other words, no real impact. You can impress someone from a distance, but you can only impact them up close. Isn't it true? Stop and think for a moment about the people who have influenced your life, who have impacted your development the most. Think about those people this morning. You have seen the evidence of God's grace in their lives. And it made an imprint on your life. It made an indelible imprint, an indelible mark on your life. Peter is saying to us here this morning, persevere. Be wholehearted. Be passionate. Do not go halfway. Do not come to a certain point and then stop and say, that is enough. You never reach that point as a child of the Lord. Yes, the battle is hard, but God is stronger than all our challenges. He is stronger than the flesh that 
battles within you. He is stronger than the enemy that battles outside of you. He is stronger than the world that battles against you and all around you. Be reminded of his presence. When things look bleak, he is our risen and living hope. That's what Peter says here. Huh? He's on your side this morning. And you have nothing to fear. Hebrews 13, 6 says, So we say with confidence, The Lord is our help. We will not be afraid. Or I will not be afraid. Look to him this morning. Look to his promises. Trust in his faithfulness this morning. Because ultimately both our strength to keep going and our greatest inspiration comes from him. Brothers and sisters, the greatest encouragement we can have is to know that whatever he has called us to walk through, he walks through it with us. Isn't it true? Psalm 56 verse 9b says that. <laughs> I will know, basically, that verse says there, the last part, that the Lord, it's almost like he says the psalmist, and I'm using paraphrase, this confirms that the Lord is for me. And of course we know Romans 8.31, if God be for us, who can be against us? Keep running, brothers. Keep going. When I'm talking about running, keep running the race. Keep on running the race. Keep on running to him. Keep going. Keep believing. Keep depending on Christ this morning to finish the course he has given us. The course, in other words, the curriculum he's given us. <laughs> The itinerary, if you could put it in those words, that he has for our lives. He's given us that. Let's keep on fulfilling his promises and completing the race that he has marked out for us. What kind of spark are you this morning? Are you a spark of short duration? What today? Cold tomorrow? Yeah? today, gone tomorrow. Is that what you are? That kind of a spark that you are this morning? Matthew 13 verse 5 to 6 speaks about the fact that they withered because they had no roots. Are you not, I'm speaking, speaking about a spark here. Is it just, just uh, of short du duration or is it latent? When we talk about something that is latent, we're talking about something that is dormant. Something that is hidden, something that is concealed, something that is suppressed. Nobody knows about it. I'm a child of the Lord, but nobody knows about it. I suppress it. I conceal it. It is there, but it, it is never revealed. It's there, but I'm not revealing it. These people have great potential and destiny, but they never they never go. They never follow through. It's latent, their relationship with the Lord. It's just latent. Great potential, 
and destiny, but they never follow through. Go for a while, look down again. Is that where you are this morning? But the Lord is looking for people who are hot and passionate for him, glowing. People who, who would give impetus to life and to others as well. I ask you this morning, are you igniting a spark of blessing and inspiration wherever you go? Psalm 10 verse 6a. What does it say there? Huh? I will never ever be shaken. No matter what happens, I will not be shaken. Shall I have been shaken this morning? Because of some circumstance? You've been shaken because of something that has happened? Something that was said this morning? Won't you be an inspiration that despite the fact that your life has been shaken and, and things are, are, are not what it used to be and what it should be, you still stand strong in Him. You still finish strong in Him. This is what it's all about. Let us this morning be an inspiration to others. As we leave here this morning, after the service, after the age of course, let's go and, in, and ignite a spark of inspiration wherever we go. Let, let's make a difference wherever we set foot. Let's shine for the Lord. Let's radiate His greatness, His goodness, His blessings and His faithfulness in every way. Lord bless you all this morning. Let's pray together and let's, let's ignite a spark of inspiration during this next week, wherever we go. Father, we want to thank you for this morning. We want to thank you for your word and uh, thank you for the way in which you reveal yourself to us from time to time. And Father, we, we need to be igniting sparks wherever we go, we need to be making a difference wherever we go, Lord. We need to be honoring you in every way, wherever we go, Father. And we ask this morning that you will touch us in such a way that the passion that is within us, the love for you that we have, will touch others in a powerful way. Shine through us this week, Lord. Bless us, Lord, as we continue now. In Jesus' name, amen.